0: Welcome to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him at God's Five Minutes at gmail.com. Now, here's Ed Wilson with God's Five Minutes. Hello,
1: friends. The Holy Bible is a gift from God and our best guidebook for all of life's transactions. For instance, there is no higher level of leadership skills that can be taught than the two books of Timothy set forth. The first verses of 2 Timothy read, Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, according to the promise of life which is in Christ Jesus, to Timothy, my dearly beloved son, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Lord. I thank God, whom I serve from my forefathers with pure conscience, that without ceasing I have remembrance of thee in my prayers night and day, greatly desiring to see thee, being mindful of thy tears, that I may be filled with joy. Paul's heart had been drawn to Timothy long before these words were penned, as far back as the beginning of a second missionary journey, and Timothy had held the enthusiastic devotion of a young man for this great leader. The tone of the two books of Timothy suggests the young man needed to be braced up for the gospel work. Possibly Paul's imprisonment and already impending execution had discouraged and saddened the younger and weaker man. In any case, it is beautiful and pathetic that the words of cheer and brave confidence in God should come from the martyr and not the lips of his friend. The verses in this chapter dwell primarily on two concepts. Paul exhorts Timothy to stir up the gift that is in him and to abide in the things which he has learned. But the passion between the two men is too strong to allow these counsels to be given merely as cold exhortation. They are ramped in the language of tenderest affection. The verses here quoted show Paul does not lay aside his apostolic office in giving it, but instead uses it to make his greeting sweeter and stronger. How had Paul become an apostle? By the will of God. And why had he been so called? To make known the promise of the life which is in Christ. Thus clothed with authority and bearing the great gift of life, he takes Timothy to his heart as a beloved son. The captain stoops to embrace the private. When the apostles' lips enjoin grace, mercy, and peace, the benediction amounts to a prophecy as much as a prayer. This sublime language of love toward one absent is the same the world over. It comes across all the intervening centuries, fresh as this morning's dew, with its longing message, I never forget you. Think of the prisoner at Rome, expecting soon to be put to a violent death— and yet telling his young friend that his thoughts held a vision of Timothy's smiling face as solace ever before his eyes. How beautiful is that touch, too, that the remembrance of Timothy's tears when he had had to part from Paul fed the apostle's desire to see him again. And how graceful is the contrast between the tears of Timothy at parting and the hope for joy of Paul at meeting. No wonder that such a leader kindled passionate enthusiasm. It's hard to imagine how Timothy must have felt a surge of gladness to read the recognition of his unfeigned faith. It is always a memorable moment to a young beginner when a veteran lays his hand on his shoulder and acknowledges his devotion. And the heartwarming moment is followed by the expression that this faith is a spiritual family heritage to be maintained and passed from generation to generation. It had been both in Timothy's mother and his grandmother. Such a description is sure to lend weight to the exhortation which followed, for Timothy to be firm in godly belief. Whoever might become careless, one who had such blood in his veins, was called on to be true to his ancestral faith. He can easily understand how Paul's manner of approaching his pupil was sure to prepare him for the instructions to be given in the remaining verses of this book. And yet the thing that lends such force to Paul's technique is that it was in no sense contrived. It is a fervent outpouring of the purest, deepest passions of the heart of a man facing imminent death to one of those called of God to pick up the torch and hold it aloft. Paul's words are an example of the way the Lord speaks to each of us, and they are a guide teaching us how to lead one another. Have you talked to God today?
0: You have been listening to God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson. Reach him by email at Minutes at gmail.com. Tune in next time to hear more encouraging thoughts from God's Word on God's Five Minutes with Pastor Ed Wilson.